And it is Cara Cohen Carne. I'm James Van Ossel, and there's no car. It's life under quarantine, life under COVID-19. It's quarantine, Cohen Carne. And tonight it is brought to us by C and H Financial Services. Go to freeprocessingnow.com. If you own a business, if you're looking for a way to not have to worry about fees and credit and debit cards, this is the solution. C and H Financial Services, freeprocessingnow.com is where you go for that. I should also mention before we begin, fantastic new Caracone Carne merchandise available on caraconecarne.com. Click on new merch right on the top of the page. You can get your hands on the limited edition quarantine con carne t-shirts and the standard uh, appropriate in all situations car con carne t-shirt. It's car con carne. My guest tonight, she is haunting, she is driving, she is otherworldly, she is ultimately danceable. She is Fee Lion. Hello, how are you? Hi, hi, I'm so great. Thank you for having me. Uh, Chicago musician, Chicago artist, really. Yeah. I, first question out of the gate is an obvious one. How are you holding up? I'm good, surprisingly. I feel um, like this is a really good time to just sort of take a step back and reevaluate take some rest, but also kind of like make plans on how to keep existing and making music in this time. So that's exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah. What, one common question I've been asking artists is, yeah. is this a creatively fertile time for you being quarantined, stuck at home, or is it more about self-care and just kind of figuring out everything else besides the, the art, artistic stuff? Yeah. For me, I think this first, like, sort of initial part of it has really been about self-care um previous to the quarantine i was feeling a bit like overworked sort of you know exciting things were happening definitely but um this has been a really good time to sort of take some rest <laughs> i got it and you, yeah. you, you were able to squeeze a show in before everything completely fell apart yeah, yeah. I, I had started my tour, um, which was supposed to go all the way down to Texas for South by Southwest. Um, so, yeah, we had a Chicago show, a Detroit show and a Minneapolis show. I want to talk about fashion, which I have no business talking about in any forum <laughs> whatsoever. I've worn the same hoodie, I think, five nights in a row. Yeah, same. It's fine. But <laughs> if it weren't a quarantine, that would also be true. So that, that's the, the real concern. Um, feline. There, you have a look. I mean, you certainly have a style. You have an image. Yeah. How important is that to the overall feline package? Extremely important. I think it's, you know, it, it's really a close tie. The music and the visual is interlinked for me um, because it is just me on stage pretty much all of the time. It's really important for me to feel strong powerful and sort of like I don't know in tune with what's on my body and how right. it feels so um and when in doubt go with latex yeah absolutely <laughs> I mean the thing I like about latex and vinyl and any of the more like shapely pieces that I wear is that they they're so strange and sort of otherworldly yet I relate to them I relate to the uniqueness and like 
strange, you know, visual experience of them. Um, and I think that that sort of ties in with my music as well, which sort of lives in like an ethereal, dark, you know, landscape in itself. So it, it's, it's really everything for me. Um, yeah, and it also comes just naturally. Like these are naturally styles and shapes and textures that I'm attracted to. And it just, it fits. Uh, when I saw you in the inflatable latex dress, yeah. I thought, well, no one else is doing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was fun. And it's also, it's sort of exciting to me because I don't, I don't really have anybody on stage to interact with. So the garment itself becomes sort of like, you know, a play buddy on stage for me to, to experience and for me to have fun with and um, sort of, you know, perform with. As your stage presence and as your, just as you grow, would you ever think about fleshing out what you do on stage with other, other people? Do you entrust people enough to, to play with your music? Um, you know, I've, I've thought about it. I've thought about it. Uh, I think if the right opportunity presents itself, uh, I, I, I would be open to that. Um, for now, I think I'm still experimenting with ways to deliver a big sound by myself. Sure. Um, you know, making electronic music is honestly still so foreign to me. And I, I feel like even though I have learned a lot in that aspect, there's still so much that I have to learn to do the things that I, you know, envision in my head. So my personal journey of playing and performing uh, electronic music is, I think, just at the start. So, you know, maybe once I'm further along, I'll be more willing to, you know, invite performers and musicians to join. Got it. I want to thank Eric and Billy for watching. Also, Susan, Maxton, John, and Nicole, all for watching on Facebook Live. Thank you for doing that. Hey, guys. You, you talked about technology. You manipulate technology to create these dark and very dramatic songs. Mm -hmm. Do you think visually as you create music? Because I hear soundscapes. I hear the score to a very dark life when, mm -hmm. when I listen to your music. Mm -hmm. is, is there, do you think visually as you create? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, and every song is different also. Sometimes, you know, a song will start for me from just a little sound that I hear in my head and other times it comes from a word or two that I hear on the street that I'm like, Oh, I, I relate to that. That sounds like a story to me. But as I'm making music, um, sort of without even trying too hard, a story starts to form for me and, um, kind of like to, to go with it and sort of like score the film that's happening in my head. Uh, you like the dystopian stuff. You like the dark stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you put it all out there in music and is your downtime just spent watching Disney plus because your music is that, that kind of like dark catharsis? You're just watching like Mulan. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I wish I had Disney plus. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think that on the daily basis, like, I mean, especially now in quarantine, I've kind of, I, I haven't really been creating as much, uh, at least as much like new content in that sort of world. 
um, I think it is important for me to have a balance of like something that that isn't dark and like emotional and moody. And so I, I, I try to, you know, stay centered in my daily life. And, you know, it's kind of funny because now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, it's not Disney Plus for me, but it is Canyon Flute like music. <laughs> so um, if that says anything to you at all, that's sort of how my, you know, my daily soundscape sounds like. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's talk a little bit about Baby. Oh, yeah. Baby was the last uh, single that I released before quarantine. Um, also released a music video for that. Um, yeah, what do you want to know? Oh, I, It gets dark really quick. And it, this song, I, I really enjoy this because there's a mounting intensity mm -hmm. to it. Where did, the, where did this come from emotionally when you wrote it? Well, I was writing it... Um, I was writing it and sort of just like I said, this story came to my head about a stalker. And I think this is something that we can all relate to in the age of, you know, the swipe and the telephone and like being able to just get access to anything you want so quickly. Um, I think that allows this sort of obsession to happen. And, you know, I've experienced it before. And I think everybody's experienced it before where, you know, sure. you're, you're curious about like what so-and-so is doing and you're curiouser and curiouser. So you just keep kind of like feeding that obsession. And so I guess when I was writing that song, I started to think about, you know, the obsession of a lover and like how uh, love can be extremely obsessive as well. And um, yeah, I just, ended up taking that to the extreme and exploring the life of a stalker who you know is just so desperate to uh find her lover and you know the rest is explained in the music video <laughs> and then the remix ep was at the end of last year mm -hmm. right I, I i think i described the uh, heaven remix as ethereal pulsating seductive and seedy those are perfect. All, all, yeah, all good characteristics of a song. Yeah, yeah I like CD. I like that one. <laughs> CD's a good one. CD feels more Chicago than anything. Yeah, yeah. Little and Chicago grit. Yeah, yeah. Those remixes, uh, those turned out great. That, that was my first like remix, you know, um, endeavor, and I could not be happier with the way they turned out. And Blood Sisters, the EP itself, just turned one this month. It's crazy. And I, I love the title track of that one. Uh, My Man is an epic song. Thank truly. you. This It's so funny. Like, you truly never know how the crowd will respond sure. to what you're making in the studio. And that song, My Man, it just took me sort of forever to get it somewhere to a place that I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is done. But it went through so many iterations and then finally it turned into this like eight minute sort of mega mix of a track. And, you know, obviously we all have our favorites and my man was my least favorite. I was almost like, Oh, I don't know if we can put it out. Like, I just don't know if it needs another like revision. Um, but the response was great. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let the fans decide. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Can you recommend a movie or a book for us to pay attention to while we're in quarantine? 
oh wow um a movie what did i see wow this is crazy i feel like on the spot i just watched um so i watched blade runner um that seems so appropriate coming from you yeah i mean it's not like cliche i'm like watch blade runner but um speaking of dystopia yeah yeah but i will say you know I, I think it, it's really important to watch both of those films, um, the, the old one, Harrison Ford, and then the new one with Ryan Gosling. Um, they're so amazing. I think just timeless. And I will say that watching the newer Blade Runner, you know, I had seen it already, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't like it. And then rewatching it, I was able to sort of, I guess, relate to it more since we're going through kind of, you know, something similar. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Blade Runner is always great. Always great. So if people want to support you in this downtime when no one's going out, what's the best way to do it? Is it, is it Bandcamp? Is it your website? Yeah, every, everything. I mean, I have, um, I have some merch on Bandcamp that is there. There will be a T-shirt rollout that I think I'll be doing in the next month or so. But... Um, you know, Spotify actually launched this new thing where um, directly from this my, my Spotify streaming page, you can donate straight to my cash app. So it's like... Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, a, a COVID uh, support fund through Spotify. So that's available. Um, Venmo, PayPal. I mean, I've got it all. Cool. All right. So you are a feline. Thank yeah. you for doing this tonight. Uh, and at hey. some point, we'll look to you bringing that solo, mind-blowing experience to a, a Chicago stage again. Yes, please. I, I look forward to it. I miss it. Well, thank you for doing this. And I'm going to kill the Facebook Live. Thank you, everybody, for watching there. Thank you so much.